Hey, Tucker. Yeah. How did you feel about The Secrets of Nim? Don Bluth's debut film. The Secret of Nim? Don Bluth's yes. debut film? Yes. The very same. Um, Don Bluth th- of uh, Bartok fame. <laughs> Bartok the Magnificent, everyone's favorite straight-to-video sequel to Anastasia. Um, here's my first note. This is that good Bluth, you know? <laughs> I uh, I really like Don Bluth as an animator. Okay. But he's bad, or he has very bad tendencies that if you are watching a not good Don Bluth movie, you're going to get a faceload of bad Bluth. You know what I'm saying? I actually, I'm, I don't. I, and it's weird because I've seen a lot of Don Bluth, but I couldn't. His, uh, his characters have a tendency to kind of talk like a camel would talk where there's a lot of like horizontal jaw movement. You know That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the little girl in uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven is just like, like her is all face dogs is... go to heaven don bluth <laughs> hell yeah dude we're on a journey today we're on a don bluth journey this is the sprocket where we rank every movie made best to worst we're talking about the secret of nim don bluth's debut film michael how are you i'm good how are you tucker <laughs> i'm doing great uh don bluth ex disney animator went off and made his own terrible movies but we're starting with the secret of nim 1982 uh based on a book no one's read it's about mice. Yeah. It's about rats. It's about, about rats life. and mice. Yeah. And uh, there's a crow. There's a crow. Possibly, let me bounce this off you, Michael. Worst part of the movie, the crow. Yes? Oh, yes, yeah. No? Fair, 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 fair. Yeah. Very fair. Very fair. Yes. Don't need but it. he's the comic relief. <laughs> he's poor comic relief. And he's, uh, is it Dom DeLuise? It sure is. The Big Hell the yeah. Cat. Big the Cat? Not Big the Cat. What's his name in American Tale? It's like that. Oh, I Tiger? don't know. I know him as Barf. Barf. What's Barf? Half man, half dog. Oh, He's his own that's best John friend. Candy, you goof. That's John Candy? Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> having an existential crisis now. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? What? So Dom, Dom, Dom DeLuise is in Spaceballs, right? Uh, I don't think so. But in a similar vein, The Secret of Nim. <laughs> Don yeah. Bluth's debut film. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You were mentioning comic relief there, Michael. Yeah. And I think that's important to this film because otherwise it is extremely dark. Yes. Which I love. I, is this a, was this marketed as a kid's movie? One has to assume. Cause... I watched it as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I heard about it as a kid and I probably watched it, though I don't remember much other than the old Rat Man. Yeah. That's every Don Bluth movie. It's like, oh, I remember that. Like, yeah, I and then I think about the movies seconds. that I thought were Don Bluth movies that aren't Don Bluth movies. <laughs> is is Land Before Time a Don Bluth movie? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. But the one where the T-Rex does the little dance in the not New York a Don parade, Bluth. that is not Don Bluth. Mm-mm. Steven Spielberg produced, uh, I believe that was Amblin. What? That might have just been the production company. Um, I don't know who did that, who, hmm. who animated that movie, but... Uh, very Don Bluth-ish. I can see why you would be confused. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because are we just assuming Don Bluth is Don Don Bluthish is is animated, not Disney? No, because I think A&D. Don Bluth has this stupid but crazy style to his works that is mm. like it sours so easily, so quickly. But when it's working, it's really nice to look at. 
like that really expressive yeah like everybody's like I, face is crazy yeah the kind of distortion <laughs> in front of yeah, yeah i know what you mean yeah the the owl kind of yeah typifies that for me yeah some of that very going, expressive huh? kind of lot of dynamics as far as to where where your eyes are going with the owl where the <laughs> yeah. shapes are how the shapes are shaped how yeah there's, there's a smoothness to the animation that's nice to to look yeah. at um just a lot of jaw movement though the jaw movement goes real crazy in like mm-hmm. the early 90s but here it's good uh yeah. and i think even more than because i think the animation is very good i think even more than that the background work is just stellar in this movie mm-hmm. the, the uh painted backgrounds are the there's awesome. there's a part and this is it's such a minor part <laughs> yeah but when she meets the very beginning she meets with mr ages yeah to to get to get something for her son's pneumonia and uh they're in like they go they're in the tractor no it's not a tractor it's like a harvester of some kind yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the like hallway in toward mr ages ages like lab or whatever <laughs> yeah his little novel it. yeah it's it's got it's like lined with these these snake oil salesmen medicine bottles and yeah like those kinds of details and stuff like that would stick out to me and I really like those. There's it, you see some of that in an American Tale also, which is kind of like mm-hmm. a bigger budget, right? Uh, right, you know, take on this style. Yeah. Um. So, oh, the one thing I don't think works as far as animation goes is there's rotoscoping. At various points in this film, and I think it always looks terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Big example is the tractor or the plow or whatever it is during yeah. the big like everybody get out of here scene, and it just looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess Don Bluth kind of came out after this movie. It's like, yeah, that didn't work. Sorry, but they were on a sh- small budget. I understand this was people working out of their garages making this movie. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, uh, which in and of itself is impressive because you wouldn't i don't think i wouldn't look at this and see it as like a uh like a uh that kind of uh you know like a what's the word indie (laughs) like a yeah like i wouldn't look at it as such a such an in-house kind of thing i would have imagined it was a studio production yeah but it feels very handcrafted, which I really it does really like. Um, and I mean, compare it to what Disney was doing in the eighties. I think this blows Disney out of the water. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like, for decades even. Like their animation was just not, and that was I think why Don Bluth left. Is he was like, I'm sick of doing the Xerox thing. What's actually what was do? Disney? What was I guess what was going on at this time? What was Disney up to? Well, they got really cheap with their animation, right? Which led Little to, Mermaid's not until the end of the eighties, right? Right. The Renaissance hadn't happened yet. We're talking like Great Mouse Detective, end of the eighties. We're talking like Black Cauldron around this time. Okay. Uh Rescuers was around this time, I believe. Oh that's okay. Okay. So this is like in a whole other league as far as I'm concerned, as far as animation goes. Yeah. But oh, compared to that, yeah. But the movie Absolutely. itself, Michael, it sounds like it didn't light your fires. It sounds like it kicked your tires. But there's okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess things that kind of stuck in my craw. Okay, okay. 
Hit me. Uh, I had a hard time making sense as to what the plot was. Yeah, there's not really a plot. There's, there's character motivations. People have <laughs> reasons for going where they're going and doing what they're doing, but it's not like a... I, yeah. Because the son has <laughs> pneumonia. Okay, so the son yes. has pneumonia. This is yes. this is the first part of the plot. She wants to get the thing, the drugs for her son with pneumonia, and she was told that uh, that son with pneumonia can't be moved. But it's moving day because it's harvest time. Yes. Okay, or not harvest time. It's tilling time. Right. So they have to till the field. Right. So it's going to till up their home. Okay. 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 So it's one to one. Till. I'm with you. Right. Yeah, there's a plot. There's a line. Yes. There's a thread. There's okay. a thread. So then she has to go to the owl to find out how to move the hovel. And the owl says you have to go to the rats. So then she has to go to the rats where there's insider <laughs> politics going on. And, yes. And, and Betrayals. Uh, this evil character who's shown, who shows up in only the last act, like the last third of yeah. the film, is now the, the principal villain here. And, and things happen. The plot <laughs> is resolved yeah. after an attempted coup. Yes. Like a literal assassination happens in this movie. Yeah, it and does. It, and then the movie's over. Then Jeremy <laughs> finds his his boo, his forever home. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the end. Totally fair what you're saying, Michael. Yeah, and I don't. And it's not. It wouldn't be something that would initially turn me off of a movie. I actually kind of like it when people play fast and loose with plots. I don't sure. necessarily need that clear start, build, climax, ball kind of art. I do, usually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just, for me, it seemed as though, as far as trying to follow the film along, it 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 introduced a lot at random moments without really... Yeah. Like, so it... The, I guess you get what I'm trying to say. It's kind of weird yeah. when you go into this. They introduce <laughs> yeah. the rats and they're like a, yeah. it's like steampunk rats. So cool. Magical. Steampunk yeah. It's rats. great. It's cool. Yeah. Visually. It's really cool. I like the, I like the things that are happening, but it seemed like such a weird, a weird leap. Yes. And then like... you find out the genetically engineered <laughs> steampunk rats. Yeah. And yeah. the main character's husband had helped the genetically engineered rats because he was also genetically engineered yeah. and they steal electricity. And now that's, that's what the, the actual secret of Nim is, or I don't know. That's, um, and yeah. there's this yeah. bigger political plot there. And I like all of this, but yeah. it just seems so. It doesn't really come together as a movie <laughs> too well. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. I guess that's my, the, my initial issue here is that it just doesn't seem like there's a, the thread isn't as obvious. I don't know if it comes together. It comes together in a way that makes sense, but I don't think it comes together in a way that feels natural necessarily, or maybe not yeah. natural. It doesn't feel like a through. It's not satisfying really in the end. Not really. Yeah. All these little things that happen. I like, I like the owl being the wise man. That's such a, so it's like, it's an obvious cliche, but the way they do it is so well done. Yeah. There's tension in that scene. Yeah. It's good. And I mean, when we're talking about like what Don Bluth does well when it comes to animation, yes, that I think is like the totally. What, if I was to say, look, Don Bluth movies can have these really cool visual moments. That's one of the ones that I would probably pick out. And it's just a mouse talking to an owl, you know, in a tree. Yeah, 
but they yeah 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 um but like i like that i like the introduction of the rats because they're like these they've built this crazy like impromptu advanced civilization under a rose bush yeah because they're stealing electricity from the farmer and that guard is so like that's such a cool visual the brutus or whatever yeah yeah the one that chases her off initially and it's that very dark and yeah it's creepy yeah 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 and then there's the he- the head of the guard who's the likable fella <laughs> yeah he's all right he doesn't get much yeah. screen time really no he really doesn't even though it seems like he's supposed to be important to the rat plot yeah 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 yeah, the second half of this movie is kind of... <laughs> it's just like this sludge of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. That looks good. It looks good. I yeah. And I like all of these ideas on paper. I just kind of wished it meshed better. That's fair. That's fair. Um, here's my rebuttal. And it's not going to be much of a rebuttal, because I agree with you. The way this movie plays out... Like, let's start at the beginning, because this is how my brain works, right? Okay, so, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, her son has pneumonia. Yes, pneumonia. Pneumonia. (laughs) He has the mouse pneumonia, and (laughs) she needs the cure. And already, this is not a traditional, like, Disney. Yeah, that's true. This is, I was really, I think, I think the performances are, let's say, like, 80% great in this movie, yeah. I think some of the characters aren't. I think the bad guy is bad. Yeah, he's very generic bad guy. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, the bad yeah. dog from Balto. Is <laughs> <Except laughs> a, a rat. He's uh, like your, he's just your generic corrupt politician guy. You know, yeah. top I'm hat plotting. sitting in an office, twiddling his fingers. He's got a cape, so he can like dramatically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I must think about how I can use this orphanage for profit. <laughs> you monster. Uh, so put him in this bucket of bad things, but I think like Miss Brisby, when she's like concerned for her child, I think that comes through in a really strong way. That's impressive mm-hmm. for this yeah. like animated film. Okay. So blah, 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 blah. And then I think this plot, though, it's very, um, mushy, uh, it sets up a lot of really nice character moments and action scenes that I think do well. Mm-hmm. Um, it also sets up things where she's like in a parakeet cage and this is boring and not animated well. And this is like mm-hmm. the climax mm-hmm. of the film. And, and yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Actually. Uh, yeah. That's her kids do anything for you or the plot. They're fine. They're, I've seen the, the sequel, so they're kind of ruined for me forever, but uh, in this movie, they're fine. They seemed like extra baggage. Oh, sure. I mean, you, the shrew lady is also extra baggage, and yep. the crow is extra baggage. Yeah. Like it just yep. kind of. Mm-hmm. But I guess you need that because it's like it's a kids movie, and you got to have kids so kids can relate to this nightmare movie that they're watching. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how many kids do you think came home from seeing the owl and just freaked out? It wasn't Michael. I'll tell you, as a kid, it was not the owl. It was the flashback. That Wait, thing is one? terrifying. We're. The... They're in the the medical institute, or the yes, institute? and the guy's voice is like really like he does an excellent job of being like Gandalf but older in a mouse or whatever. But yeah, just yeah. him, yeah. just like the part where they stab the needle into the rat, and then the rat is like doubled over in pain, and it gets all psychedelic. I could not process that as a small child. I was like, 
It still creeps me out today. We learned how to read. And then they like, oh, creeps me out, man. Yeah, no, and that's that whole, the concept of that being in a kid's movie is so, just that whole section. I mean, I feel like we're, I don't want to go off course. Here, <laughs> no, we're good. I'm kind of wrapping up, so you're good. The, the, the fact that a, a key part of the plot, at least in the end, is these rats that were experimented on in a medical facility. Yeah. Like, we're in animal testing territory now. That's Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it just seems so... And it's not like an animal testing territory the way that something like later kids' movies like Shaggy Dog might get into. <laughs> where it's like the really cartoony and too. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's like, look at this pain we're causing the animals to make them hyper-intelligent. Yeah. And they're it's like, not shy about it. They have guilt over it. Yeah. Like that's one of the driving forces is these animals have guilt over what they've become. It's crazy. Yeah. That's some complicated stuff. <laughs> like yeah. to rationalize in a kid's movie. And if only they had done anything with it, but they don't really. So it's like, no, if, you know, this feels just shy of being an almost like episodic kind of film. Sure. Like yeah. you have a main character that just kind of is in this world and their personal journey brings them by all these other plots that they have to resolve. Yeah. Or be a part of. That's that, kind of what it felt like, I guess, maybe. I think that would have benefited it to give it some room because it feels like it's just like... Because like, it's weird because there's so many scenes where not much is happening and it's just people talking to each other or something. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels like this movie doesn't never really like... Like, that doesn't drag it down, I don't think, because that's, like, the draw for me. But at the same time, it kind of keeps it from ever, like, kicking in. And, like, like you were saying, there's not really a main plot here to grab a hold of. So it's... Yeah. I don't know. I'm conflicted, man. I mean, the plot is she needs to save her kid. She does, because she has the courage of the amulet. That's pretty cool. That's Which, that cool. came out of nowhere, too. Because, I mean, how much of this... <laughs> yeah. So it feels weird because we go from the beginning of this where, okay, there's there's talking mice. They're wearing clothes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a cartoon. He's got a crutch. Um, <laughs> His little mouse crutch. Yeah. Um, and it's clear that they're living at the same place as humans are. Yeah. Because they're on a farm. And I actually think they do really cool stuff with that, too, as far as setting goes. But, but it still all seems very grounded if that makes sense like it yes. doesn't seem like we're going to get in any kind of weird mysticism and even when you do it's kind of explained away in this techno sense like this is all right. this is all because they've become smart enough to harness electricity right right but then there's magic yeah yeah and that's <laughs> kind of what threw me off about it cuz it's yeah. just like we're getting up to this point. Nope. Every there, there's there's magical stuff going on too, and that it. it no, I don't want to say it came out of left field, but it just seemed like a weird development as things went on. If that makes sense. Totally. Like it's, it felt like a really yeah. grounded adventure story. To now we're in high fantasy territory. And just at the end, in like in a cheap way, where they save the day using it. You know, like they don't. Yeah. 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 It's magic as deus ex machina. Yeah. But 
I just want to mention two things because we were talking about how grounded this movie is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I love that they talk about the, you know, her deceased husband, and it's just like they just, and it's not something you. I feel like you would see in like a Disney movie where they're just like, yeah, he was trying to drug the cat and he died, and it's just like this, like they're talking about a person, like it's just like this. This thing happened and he's dead now. Like I don't, they don't sugarcoat it and they just kind of talk about it like someone yeah. I feel like would talk about it. I actually like the stuff they did with that. The, the, the Jonathan Brisby stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, you're Mrs. Jonathan Brisby. Like, I like how they keep this layer of like mysticism with it. Or not mysticism, but they keep it kind of mysterious and they keep it as like, this is someone with weight. Right. And then then when they explain it, they explain it as you would talk about a dead guy almost to some degree. (laughs) Yeah. Like someone who was important and passed away. This is kind of how you talk about it. Yeah. And then you move on because that seems like people have already kind of they don't dwell on it the way that you know honestly like a, like maybe a Disney movie might if uh, a main character has a deceased father like I feel like a huge part of the plot would be the grieving process or he would show up as a ghost or something and talk to them yeah well I would fig- figure that into the grieving process part almost but yeah yeah, yeah. like that because that would usually happen as the the point when you when they move on almost if that makes sense right. But something like Lion King, <laughs> yeah, that's I guess the big example. Yeah, and Oops. here it's just a uh, you find out kind of what happened, but it's not. It feels like you didn't need to for the plot to go anywhere, and I almost like that better. Yeah, like they don't even show it; they're just like, "This is what happened to him." It's yeah. not part of this story, you know. Yeah. This is your story, Miss Brisby. Miss Brisby, Mrs. Jonathan Brisby. Uh, the other thing I just liked about it being grounded, I just love that at the end the guy chickens out on the assassination and he just like cuts him. He's like, I'm yeah. not going to kill this guy. And then he's like, well, screw you. And then yeah. I think that's awesome. And then he gets his he gets his little comeuppance at the end. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I like, you see, in that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's everything uh, that's happened in this movie. I guess so, yeah. Um, did the... Did you... Yes, hit me. Oh, no, what were you going to say? I was just going to ask if the score, the music stood out to you at all. I don't think much... I didn't think much of it. Not in okay. like a, wow, this is terrible kind of way. It just didn't... Yeah. There weren't any moments where I was thinking, you know, ooh, the the score to The Secret of Nim. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to go hunt this down vinyl. and... Yeah. I'm going to buy the special edition. It'll have outtakes. Cuts Sick. that didn't make it in. It comes with the And that one too. song from Fievel Goes West. Oh. Never speak of that film again, Michael. What <laughs> were you? Uh, I think the, I never noticed the score before, but I think it's actually really good. I noticed okay. this time through. But, yeah, I mean, know. I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't yeah. like, a, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was average. I thought it was, I think I thought it was good, but it just didn't really. Didn't register. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chief? No, I didn't really have anything to say there. Oh. Um, I mean, before I ta- start talking about the... Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask a bit more about the setting. How did you Maybe. feel about this this world that they've created for for the story? I love it, dude. I'm into it. It's my favorite part of the movie, I think. Yeah. Are you talking from a visual standpoint or just in like a general... Like, like the, the world of the secret of Nim? In an all in the, all of the above kind of way. Yeah. Like when you're, 
I love that Mr. Age's home is within this old harvester. Yeah. And that he has his little hovel, and on his way to his hovel, it's like, it's these old medicine bottles. I like having this kind of situated in a modern, in a, in a real world. Like, yeah. there are still humans and stuff like that, but at the same time, you have this, this animal realm where a weird fantasy story is kind of taking place. Yeah. People have, like, developed this situ- this civilization. They have this culture these things that happen that like these touchstones that they go back to these like this this developed animal civilization i guess is the best way to put it feels that very lives. yeah yeah just feels lived in this whole yeah. movie like it does do a great job with that yeah and i think the way they they integrate the the, the way they kind of frame that as yeah this, they live in the human world right essentially is really well done and it is these little setting things it's like putting the 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 uh the medicine shop or whatever within the harvester it's like putting the like having this moving day and it's it's treated as like this big event that happens annually and the reality is is it happens annually because it comes around it comes around the time that they need to till the field right so it's like it's happening in tandem with a real human situation too. Um, the the stuff with the the rats from the uh, the lab all the way to living beneath the farmhouse, tapping into the farm electricity, and building this like civilization out of stuff they stole from the human civilization. Yeah, because like they have the lamp. The lamp is a is their elevator. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it like it goes underwater and everything too, which is crazy. But like, I love that. I like I like how they frame that and bring that together. I like that they add in all this like Lord of the Rings ish <laughs> yeah. fantasy storytelling. Yeah, and the reality is that this is all happening while while Farmer, what was his name, Fitzgibbon? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Yeah. That while the farmer has to go do the the life of a farm and is taking calls from the National Institute of Mental Health because some <laughs> yeah. rats got loose. Yeah, they're in the rosebush again. Better come dig them out. Ah, you guys can come take him. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Like, they got to have somebody go drug the cat so they can steal light bulbs. Yeah. And they like have to... Their routine. Yeah, and you have, like, your fantasy... Like, you have your battle with the giant fantasy monster, and the giant fantasy monster's the tractor. <laughs> yeah. Like conceptually, I like this a lot. Yeah. Well, you should watch The Secret of Nim Two: Timmy's Revenge, or whatever it's called. And it's a terrible <laughs> movie, and you can see him destroy everything good about this movie. So, The Secret of Nim Two: Timmy to the Rescue. Oh, it's so bad. Which one's Timmy? Timmy is the sick one, I believe. What? He's better now, but his brother's evil and crazy, and then he has to go rescue him and it's a terrible movie Don Bluth was not involved in this straight to video release just bark what? what are you talking <laughs> so uh, so what are we doing bar talk anyway um next uh yeah yeah I feel like we're on we're coming at this movie from pretty much the same viewpoint I think so yeah we can appreciate it a lot yeah I didn't. I liked. I am glad I watched it. I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, I did like watching. I think it is a good movie. Did you have any notes you would like to run down here? 
Yeah, I think we've gone through a lot of it, but uh, to take it from the top, I love the name. I love yeah, that's good. like this the the NIM being the National Institute <laughs> of Mental Health. Yeah. What is this like? It, it's because it's like this this secret generic fantasy name. Yeah, but they ripped it from like <laughs> like from the the institute like from this actual government. human thing. Yeah, like that's that's cool. I think that is such a cool thing. I agree. Um, I wrote the opening was cool. I liked how mysterious like the 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 uh, title drop was. The title card was. Ooh, I like a title card. Mm-mm-mm. Give me a good title card. Was that card. where he's writing in the book? In yes. The yeah. Oh, look! I found more notes. Okay. okay. Um, I like the cat. The cat being like a dragon. Dragon. Yeah. That's good. Um. Talked about moving day. I like moving day. I like the, there was like a one-two conversation where they were trying to convince uh, Miss Brisby to go to the owl, and she was like, owls eat mice, and then Jeremy said, only after dark, and I thought that was a cute, like, (laughs) one-two. His one good part in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I feel like he was kind of narrative, wait. She's got the shiny, give me the shiny, I like shiny. Oh, I want to see this. Do you have a shiny I can use to to impress the lady? Bram. Ladies like a good shiny. Bram. Big old bram. That old yeah. thing from Tucker. Uh, yeah, the fact they outright killed three rat characters. Yeah. Like, and it was complete. That it wasn't just like an off-camera kind of thing. Like, <laughs> no, no, they they killed them. There was blood. Yeah. Like it was. It was gra- Like it wasn't. You know, over the top, but it was graphic to some degree, and like. And it was violent. Yeah. I like it, though. Yeah. Or, like, even where they're in the... They're escaping Nim and they're in the air duct, and then they just, like, all die. Yeah, most of the the mice die. The only two that live are Mr. Ages and Mr. Jonathan Brisby. (laughs) Isn't that crazy, though? And they they show it. Yeah. They show the rest of the mice falling into an abyss. It's a terrible scene. (laughs) Yeah. It's not fun to watch. These mice just, like, go to their doom. But... Yeah. I mean, I thought it was good filmmaking, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just like, you don't expect that. Yeah, no, you don't. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, stuff like that. I like the swamp. I like the design of the swamp. Yeah. I felt like an animated fantasy swamp in a good way. Yeah. Like, I want this as a Magic the Gathering card. Absolutely. I play one Um, swamp. Yeah, I tap my swamp mana. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I guess what I have is notes. I don't know. Do you have okay. much? Uh, I I went over pretty much all of them. I think. Okay. Um, Short movie. Not yeah. a lot of. Worth watch though. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm excited to see Don Bluth just tank in the future. Oh, when we get to Pebble and the Penguin, you are going to be wishing you had not even said that, Michael. Which one is Pebble and the Penguin? Or Rockadoodle, or Thumbelina, or. The, Can we like, do Titan A.E.? Titan oh A.E. I would love to watch again, because it has been so yes. long. And, I that, and that, that movie, movie is such a weird... That is a weird movie. That is a weird movie. I like it. I like the concept. Mm. Mm-hmm. We might have to do that at some point in the future, because I would love to revisit those environs. I would definitely be there. But rock down. soundtrack. 
<laughs> okay anyway um michael i'm gonna I'll, I'll level with you i'm not gonna fight to put this movie above any other movie on this list even though i think it's a good movie that's where i'm at yeah i don't think it goes but i i think all the other movies on this list are better movies but i like what happened here yeah i think it's awesome that we're five movies in and we have done good movies the whole time yeah I love bad movies. I just think it's cool that we've gotten so many good movies in. Yeah. It feels so good because they're not like Sonic the Hedgehog video games, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're, it's just how <laughs> where, where in the bad part do we put this? Is this less oh. bad or more bad than something? I feel like it's been good that we're in a situation where these movies have all been... Like, they're good movies. Like, this, this... I personally would lobby for this to be at the bottom of the list. Yeah. But it's not like a... Punishment. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm putting this in the bottom of the list because it's terrible. It's just because these are good movies and this is maybe the least good of these good movies. That sounds 100% accurate to me. In my, I'm going to write it in as we speak. The so just to remind people, where are we on the list? This is. Oh, you're right. I didn't even read the list. I'm sorry. Well, I'll. OK, the final list as it stands. Best. No, worst to best. The sprocket list. Can we, uh, you want to come up with a, I mean, the socket is the list, but if you have a fun idea for the sprocket list name, I'm all yours, but. Uh, we'll figure it out. I can think of something. <laughs> okay. The cast list. The Nice. There's something like that you can do. Anyway. Cast away list. Uh, the, okay, so starting from the bottom, now we're here. The Secret of Nim, The Matrix, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Vivich, and Raw. <laughs> Is our still number one with a bullet raw, the prestige horror film. A true loaded god complex cock it and pull it. Nice. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, <laughs> and uh we'll be jumping into Iron Man next, it sounds like. That that was the plan, yeah. Uh Iron Man is the first of I guess at least seven. Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, are we doing the full? We're doing the full Marvel thing. I would love to. I am down to me and you, Michael. This is this is your death wish. Okay, I like. I'm here hey, for it, as someone who's just watched Iron Man recently, I like Iron Man. That's a good foot to step yeah. with at the beginning. Iron of Man's present. a good lead. Yeah, Iron Man's a good starting point. It goes down yeah. really fast. <laughs> yeah, it goes I, south really fast. I have not seen the dark era of the Marvel movies, so I'm really interested to see what, you know, the Hulk or Thor 2 is like, but Oh, that's right. The next one is the Hulk. Hell yeah. But Oh. But Michael, save us from that hell and uh have you thought about what we might do after Iron Man? Um, give me a bit. Okay. I'll think of something. Maybe maybe next episode you can reveal the next, next episode. Film. Next episode I will have a reveal. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Look us up on <laughs> uh, you know, in your phone. <laughs> <laughs>